0: Google does the best job, then Apple, Siri, and then Alexa. Uh, and then, to be honest, Alexa, when we were asking thousands of queries to those devices, and 23% of all the queries Alexa even weren't able to answer.
1: Welcome B2B startups, changeups, scaleups, and grownups. This is the B2B Lead Gen Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Schwartzman. Let's do this. So yeah. we're here today to talk about the state of voice search with Olga Adrianko. Olga is the head of global marketing at SEMrush. Let me let me just ask you a question: Is it SEMrush or Semrush?
0: Um, it's SEMrush in the US for sure, and then in UK that's Semrush, and then we're not just yeah, we don't mind. Um, it's. You Well, it's very user-centric, so whatever. You'll, you'll like take either right? one, potato, <laughs> yeah. potato, yeah.
1: Tomato, yes. tomato, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, so together with your team, you've built one of the strongest international communities in the online marketing industry. Um, You've expanded uh, SEM Rush into 50 countries. You also judge content and social media awards in the U.S., U.K., and Europe, and you were mentioned as one of the 25 most influential women in digital marketing by TopRank. And we've had uh, um, Lee, Lee Odin on, uh, nice. on this show before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you speak at major marketing conferences all over the world, what well, you used to before the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, y- you uh, comment on uh, uh, Business Insider and in the Washington Post. And I'm so grateful to have you with us today to talk about the state of voice search.
0: Thank you for the invitation. I'm really excited to share. Uh, we did a couple of studies, so we have a lot of insights on this.
1: So let's start at the very beginning. What is voice search? Uh,
0: it's um, when users uh, use digital assistants or they use a voice button uh, and they um, ask what, well, what? Um, machines like Google uh, for information uh, using voice and not typing.
1: So like, if I hold up my phone and say, Hey Siri. Yes.
0: yes, uh, That's um, yeah. That, that would be, uh, if you're asking for information, that's going to be voice search or, or there's a lot like um, there are a lot of commands. So there, there's not uh, when you ask uh, something, if you say, Hey Siri, and then you can, um, not only search for something, but you can also just say, hey, Siri, play the music, and this will not be voice search. But if you're um, asking the device to search for the information, yes, that
1: would be voice search. So my wife's name is Celia, and a lot of times (laughs) I'll – and I call her C, and sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll say, hey, C, and, you know, Siri obviously will, you Mm -hmm. know – Get involved in the conversation. Why is voice search important to
0: marketers? Um, it's because twenty five percent of all searches are done with voice now already, um, and um, this means that um, one in four people uh, already like um, are potentially not typing and searching for information and products. Uh, with voice and uh, when it comes to devices such as alexa uh, and people shopping and also searching for local businesses um out of all people who do that voice like half of them would search for local business so it's really really important and um a lot of people, they because they don't know how to monetize it, they just discredit and they just do not really understand how to even work with that. But um, the share is growing, so it's time really to uh, look at it more and more.
1: How, how does voice search work?
0: Um, so different, plat- different devices and different um, operating systems have their own algorithms. Uh, for example, when uh, if we take Google, um, then I would search for something with the um, Google home, and Google will use the information from their search engine result pages and give this the same information back. Um, and um, so they have a lot of stored data. and um, they, yeah, they just um, use it as an alternative to typing. Um, so it's really, I ask a question and they search uh, for, you know, for the data in their uh, database.
1: So, so it's basically voice to text translation. You ask, Google translates it to text and then uses that text to try to find a result on search engine results pages.
0: Or they, um, they use videos. Uh, so they also uh, read YouTube and they can play a part of the video for you if that's relevant.
1: So when they do YouTube, it, if you don't have captions in your video, does that mean that they won't be included in voice search results
0: Google transcribe like YouTube transcribes the video they might not be like 100% accurate but they still would pick up uh, the information and especially they look f- well if you have the description and you have certain keywords in the description and then Google understands that and then they read the transcript and also find the snippet that would um, um, like would match the query then they might read your still understand your video.
1: So, so is th- is this basically a case for making sure that your YouTube videos all have transcripts?
0: Um, It's, well, it's not only, you you still need to do it, uh, not only for voice search, but you really need to ensure that the machines can read all of your content, be it video or text, to ensure that they can push your content to a bigger audience. Um, So I really strongly encourage, um, yeah, working with YouTube more and then ensuring that you have captions and then machines can read your description and it's optimised.
1: Got it. Okay. Who are the major players in in voice search these days?
0: Um, so there are mainly three. Um, it's uh, Google and Google Assistant and then Android uh, that also allows to search with voice. Um, it's uh, Siri and it's Alexa. So they have... Um, uh, different operating systems and different algorithms, and the the behaviors of the user is completely different. Um, so Google Assistants they are used for search a lot. Uh, Siri is used um, in some occasions, and uh, and then Alexa is not well geared, or it's not even designed for search.
1: Well, what's a virtual
0: assistant? Um, it's a device um, that, well, for example, Google Home or Google Home Mini. So it's a device without the screen. Uh, in case of Google Hub, it has a screen, which is standing remotely in your home, um, and then you just um, request information or, um, well just command it to do anything, like Alexa, switch on the lights. Uh, this would be a voice, um, this would be a digital assistant. And um, yeah. The, is well, it a
1: digital assistant or a virtual assistant? Are they the same thing?
0: Um, it's a digital assistant. Virtual assistant is, um, I would say, something in your phone or a laptop that uh, helps you with the tasks. Or But digital assistant is a device in your home.
1: So do you think uh, voice search is a winner-take-all market, or will different providers win in different categories?
0: I don't believe that voice search will take over. Uh, it's definitely going to expand because there's a use case, uh, uh, well, with uh, with drivers, uh, with uh, young moms who always have their Uh, hands like well like who always um, don't have really the time to type Um, and um, probably people who um, yeah they have for example the trouble with the eyesight and then they cannot really type but they can well freely ask the device to search for something so there are a lot of uh, people who would be using this um, actively, and would you be using it more? Um, so, I think the share will grow, but we will never um, really um, well, kill the mobile search. And so, today,
1: uh, today, like um, if it's a niche B2B search, I'll go to Google. If it's a restaurant search, I'll go to Yelp. If it's a product search, I'll go to Amazon. In the world of voice search, do you think um, Apple or Amazon or Google will basically become the dominant player for all voice search? Or do you think people will use different um, uh, companies for different types of searches? I think um,
0: they will be using different companies um, so well Alexa as um, as Amazon representatives they say that it was never designed for search it was designed to help people buy the products and then make it like more easier easier for them so um, and then uh, for it's great for commands so whoever needs this they will be using Alexa and, um, and then For search, Google is the dominant player, and uh, these devices—they, yeah. So it's it's just it's it's a completely different um, behavior, and it's a completely different logic. And I think it's also about the audience that uh, all of these devices tackle. it's they compete more and more aggressively. I think that there will be more players trying to tap into the market. Uh, for example, now when Apple designed their theirs, it really it was it's good for music as I heard, but there's, it's just really bad for anything else. We've tested it, and um, so maybe like, there will, there will be more uh, brands entering this in the future.
1: So, how are um, you know the the Google Assistant, Siri, and Alexa algorithms similar?
0: Um, they are. Um, they are very different. Uh, so th- there's not much um, not much uh, similarity like with between them. Even Google Assistant and um, Google Android phone and for example the digital assistant uh without the screen they will the, the results will be absolutely different because the result greatly depend well if i search on android and i have the screen uh the results will they will either not even read out uh, loud and anything and i have to um read that on a on on my screen, or uh, if I don't have a screen, they will give me the thorough answer. So even patterns within one company really differs.
1: So obviously Google search has uh, all the data associated with the Google search engine to give you its results. What does Alexa and Siri use to give you results and answers to voice search questions?
0: so they um, um, in terms of for example in terms of reviews if I will be asking them about the uh, restaurant or the product they will be using Yelp and uh, if I yeah if I ask um, about the local business um, then Serial um, will be using Apple Maps like how how far is something um, like, um, and and then uh, Alexa will be using Yext. Um, So it's uh, also the... I'm sorry,
1: I missed the last part. Alexa will be using what?
0: Yext. Uh, It's... um uh, it's a place. Well, it's it's a platform uh, where a lot of com- like um, it's a yeah it's a tool uh, that a lot of companies use for business listings and then to um, ensure that their opening hours are consistent and the address. Um, so this uh, tool stores all the information about local businesses and um, Alexa. Connects to that and then takes the information from Yext.
1: Y e x t. Uh,
0: Yeah, Y e x t. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So, 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 um, who does a better job at voice search right now? Google, Apple, or Amazon? Uh,
0: So, I I rank. uh, I would rank Google does the best job, then um, Apple's Siri, and then Alexa, Uh, and then. To be honest, Alexa, when we, we were, were asking thousands of queries to those devices and 23% of all the queries um, um, Alexa even couldn't get back to. So they just weren't able to answer, uh, whereas um, Google Assistants and uh, Siri were able to answer um, most of the queries. And yeah. Um, Google is really, they are taking uh, a lot of the answers from the top uh, three and uh, results on their page. And um, they are really great in informational queries. So if I uh, if I search, well, if I ask well, how to boil an egg or how long would it take me to, well, I don't know, to do the ice cream, then... Uh, then they will be reading the information from the featured snippet. Um, and this is the text and the paragraph uh, that appears on the top of the page. So they have really great algorithms and um, they have optimized their search engine result pages to, to, um, for, for users who type and for users who use voice. Um, and with the Siri, it's, uh, it's not that um, great.
1: So, you know, in rich snippets, you can see the source of the information. In uh, Google voice search results, are you given the source of the information?
0: Um, Yes. So when, um, if I would uh, search with voice, uh, then Google will say according to Wikipedia, and then they will be reading out whatever they have like picked from that website. Uh, So they start with referencing the the source. And this is actually uh, one of the really good use cases of of really exposing your brand to the new audience. So a lot of businesses now are concerned about voice search because they don't know how to to monetize it. And uh, yes, you cannot really monetize it yet, uh, but it is definitely the branding because uh, you are this trusted source of information that Google picked. Uh, so this is now important because you don't want to, um, you want to, uh, well, it's either your competitors or yourself. So it's better be your company who Google refers to.
1: Um, do the same ans- uh, same questions get different answers on competing platforms?
0: Uh, yes uh, it's uh, even within the Google devices so it's uh, um, it really depends on um, o- also on uh, my pre- on my previous queries on the personalization of the device and uh, also um, on yeah on on uh, uh, on the algorithms, which are surprisingly different uh, for for Google Home and Google Home Mini, although they even look the same.
1: Is there a way to um, do uh, Alexa and Google Voice search on an iOS device?
0: Uh, not really, because there's uh, yeah completely different platforms. So if you if. If you ask Siri, it's tied tied
1: into the OS. Like there's not an Amazon voice search app that an iOS user can download or a, a, and do you think maybe that the, the antitrust case that the U S is bringing against Google will uh, force uh, these companies to separate the device from the voice search results? Hmm.
0: I actually don't think that, for example, with Siri, uh, Siri results are now powered by Bing and Google. Uh, So um, they just um, consolidate the data. And uh, primarily for pictures, I believe it's still Bing. Um, So it's um, Siri's algorithms. They just absorb um, both (laughs) uh, platforms. So I don't think that uh there's um yeah there is an antitrust case in this in this particular example, but um I just don't really think that for example if, if I have the Amazon app, if I search within it uh, well like uh, whatever device i use i um I can do the um I can do the search within the app uh, if i like if Amazon's app would allow me to do the search. Uh, within their app, then there's no way for Siri to be like, to object that. So I don't really um, think that there is any problems um, mixing devices um, in this.
1: So, so in what categories is voice search strongest today?
0: informational queries. So if I ask how to, what is, and um, what is the uh, capital of uh, Portugal, like this would be the best answers for, uh, for the devices. And uh, also with uh, Siri, I think, um, like what's the best uh, restaurant or where's the best, pizza nearby, this this is also the uh, query that both Siri and Google would take easily because Google will take the results from Local Pack and Siri will take the results from Yelp. And what we see um, for Siri, the biggest ranking factor would be distance and then uh, it would be the rating. So uh, between two restaurants that have, for example, one has only two five-star reviews and uh, the second one has 24 and a half star reviews, it will choose the five-star reviews with a lower number of reviews. Oh my God,
1: that's... Te- oh, wow. So that that's actually <laughs> makes it easier for marketers <laughs> to rank.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's interesting. And so, so what I'm hearing from a commercial intent, purchase intent standpoint Um, voice search right now is most important to companies that serve local markets?
0: Mm, Yes. Uh, Well, I think the reason is uh, because um, Siri has Apple Maps, and uh, they mix it with Yelp, and this makes the algorithm really understand the queries and serve the queries really easier. And uh, Google has the local pack, also geared toward local businesses. So um, though that that's definitely uh, the niche that's like that um, is both helpful for the users and uh, also easy for machines to deliver.
1: It seems uh, like uh, Yelp would be a, a terrific acquisition candidate for either Google or Apple uh, because the Apple Maps content is not that great. And then the rating and social content on Google Maps is so spammy. It, you know, I'm surprised that that, that that deal has not gotten done. It seems like it's such a critical component of voice search.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's definitely critical for for Apple at the moment. Also, Alexa is using Yelp. And I think, um, yeah, Yelp is only useful for US market. Um, So it's, um, and other countries, they have their own um, websites like this. So I think probably that's the case where um, it's not a global company, well, like dominant on um, each market that Google is um, dominating on. So probably that's why there's no really, um, like no connection really there.
1: It'd be interesting to talk to the SEO for Domino's Pizza at the brand level <laughs> and, ta- and ask them, how are you handling voice search on a country by country basis? Other than the US, what are the biggest global markets for voice search? <laughs>
0: um it's uh it's getting well more popular still in english speaking countries uh because um understanding Voice for for the device, for example, for Google understands everything better in English, and then in other languages, it's still sometimes a problem. And I think that really stops uh, the adoption. So once Google understands the languages more and more, uh, then the um, yeah the percent the share of people using voice search will be even higher. Um, so uh, I would say. Um, well china now has their own digital assistance and their own um, platforms and russia has their own which but penetration is really tiny um, so english speaking markets are always in the lead and your western europe i think is kind of the well following us and australia is also um Picking up. But um, yeah, Eastern Europe is not because there are so many languages and uh, they're all very difficult to recognize.
1: How do you optimize content for Google voice search?
0: So we've checked um, some of the factors. Uh, First of all, you need to look at the regular uh, mobile and desktop results and ensure that you're in top three. Um, and then you need to uh, keep in mind that voice search queries, they're longer so um, there is a lot more chance to rank on top three for long tail keywords they have s- smaller volume but they are also uh, less competitive and um, then uh, optimize for certain features um, so there's uh, this paragraph on top is called featured snippet. So this is really important to look for um, search engine result pages where there is a featured snippet and try to conquer that. There is also an element that's present on 50% of all search uh, results. It's called people also ask. And it's a box with uh, four additional questions. Um, So if you rank, Google search takes about 12% of all voice search answers from this box. So it's really also an important element. Um, and uh, then uh, what you need to do is to optimize certain content in terms of length. We've uh, seen that um, all of the devices uh, within Google, uh, they um, they read out on uh, average 41 words. And that's important when you optimize those paragraphs that you want to like, really rank, then uh, having paragraphs, of 40, 42 words would be ideal.
1: Um, if you're trying to optimize for Google Voice Search, how important is Google My Business?
0: For local businesses, it's super important uh, because Google takes uh, the results from the local pack and um, if you want to rank in local search, and then Google My Business would be essential. Um, so, it's the number one criteria, I would say. So, without proper optimizer, or proper details in Google My Business, there's no way you could uh, rank.
1: If you want to rank on Google Voice Search, how important is schema?
0: Um, Not important at all uh, because there's so many types of schema that we haven't seen any impact whatsoever. Uh, If Google will release schema that specifically get towards voice search, then it will be super important. But so far, structured data uh, is not a ranking factor in terms of voice search.
1: If you want to rank on Apple Siri... um, How do you optimize your content to get found in voice search?
0: Uh, So make sure that a local restaurant is listed. Well, check whether it's listed on Apple Maps, um, because Siri will take uh, the information into into account. There is um, a factor that you cannot uh, control, which is distance. Um, and this also is really relative uh, depending on where the user is searching from um, and ensure that you optimize your um listing on Yelp. uh try to get more reviews and try to get, ensure that they're all five star and um fill in the all information um and yeah, so if if uh, Siri reads the Yelp. Uh, review and you have the also the keywords and then they understand that it's a pizza place. If a user asks for the pizza, uh, then um, your well the likelihood of you uh, being the the first choice um, gets higher. And um, yeah, work on a. Um, uh, there's also a ranking factor that's um, that is price, but it's only um, it's only important. If um, the user asks for the cheapest or most expensive place. So that's where uh, the algorithm will be estimating your prices.
1: How do you optimize content for Alexa voice search?
0: There's actually not much you can do, um, really, because there's uh, just um, um, Alexa is just not. Garrett for for search so i wouldn't really uh devise wasting time and trying to do anything with alexa so it's uh, um yeah completely different beast and uh if you if you do seo uh, on Google, then uh, just ensure that you're just doing the paragraphs right, um, and then you optimize for the well for the top for long tail keywords. For Siri, it's basically Yelp and um, Apple Maps, and then for Alexa, just don't really like bother. The share is lower, and then the chance of Alexa even understanding the question is lower.
1: So even if you're searching for products to buy. Uh, Alexa doesn't uh, use the uh, reviews or ratings to determine uh, what results it will give back?
0: So this is a completely different algorithms that Alexa has and uses in terms of like, well, the placements, uh, the product placements and in, in, uh, in, in snippets in, within uh, Amazon. And uh, they would uh, need the completely different tools uh, and then we haven't checked for that because it's it's not a like it's search for a product and uh, I'm sure that they have tons of factors uh, they take into account but we haven't checked for that so I wouldn't be um, we we started like we've developed the tools for Amazon which is called Sellerly and it's a split testing tool um, and and so now we're well, we're slowly tapping into this market, and it's a yeah, it's a really separate uh, audience with a yeah and a separate platform.
1: So, when you were doing the uh, voice search study, were there any interesting patterns with respect to the types of searches conducted on different platforms?
0: Mm, we uh, what we've seen is that. Um, Speed really matters for Google, although it's it doesn't really wasn't really a factor for for Siri. Um, so um, for Google, it's really well important for for the for the algorithm uh, for the website to load faster, like as fast as possible. Sometimes uh, we checked the like, average answer, uh, average result, and then the answer that Google picked, and uh, the difference was was that. The result they picked was 15 times faster than average website. So, for for th- this is something that I would say is important not only for voice search uh, but generally for the websites. Uh, plat- well, uh, Google algorithms and also people are not really patient, and they would prioritize or they would choose um, the website that. Delivers uh, the information in an instant, so that was that was interesting, and uh, we were sure that speed would somehow matter, but uh, this was really super important.
1: What types of searches are more popular um, in voice search, B two B or B two C? That's
0: uh, that's a tough question. Uh, we've checked uh really random ones like we checked 20,000 random queries even branded ones and uh um yeah just regular informational and local um so um i i i'm not i would not be answering this with certainty we just uh because we didn't see any patterns but uh it might like there might be Mm, that in some industry or in some niche, the searches, for example, in food, um, it will be a lot more popular than in real estate. So that's that's for sure.
1: Um, do you guys have any predictions uh, for how for how fast you see uh, voice search growing?
0: I don't. Um, I think that um, once algorithms un- uh, understand different languages faster, uh, it will grow a lot. But right now it's like, I don't see that happening quick enough, quickly enough. Um, so right now, uh, I think two or three years ago, it was one, like 20% of all searches use voice. Now it's 25. So it's gradually growing, but it's not like skyrocketing. So um, it will probably get um well, another five percent within like next two years, but I don't I don't really think that it's going to be like really massive and overtaking anything anytime soon.
1: Does Does SEMrush have any tools that you can use to help optimize for voice search?
0: We uh, do have tools for SEO, for example, for local SEO to ensure that local businesses see how they're ranking in search um, and also they see the local listings and um, l- local pack um, and or they see the competitors who rank in the local pack to understand how they could um, do local SEO better. So if someone searches for the business, then they ensure that they are the top priority on mobile, on desktop and on voice search. And uh, also we help um, optimize content, uh, which means that well, people type in the keyword that they would um, want to write content for. And then we give the uh, suggestions on uh, content length on what keywords to use. And this would definitely help in uh, optimizing for feature snippets and um, then, with the like, with the properly optimized content, uh, then the likelihood of them ranking higher is also um, increases the like, rankings and for voice search
1: potentially. If someone wants to download the SEMrush State of Voice Search report, where should they go?
0: Uh, to our blog or they can just search uh, voice search SEMrush and then uh, in, in Google and then they will see both uh, links for overall um, study and then for local businesses study.
1: And if someone wants to connect with you, Olga, how should they do that?
0: Um, best would be on Twitter um, and on LinkedIn uh, on Twitter. I am Olga Andrienko with one A in, in the middle. So, um,
1: By the way, if you are tuning into this live, uh, this is actually a podcast recording, and you can subscribe to this podcast uh, at com uh, forward slash B2B lead gen. Um, Olga, thank you so much for taking the time to do this.
0: Thank you so much for an invitation, Eric. That was great chatting with you.
1: Thanks for listening. This is Eric Schwartzman for the B2B Lead Gen Podcast. See you next time.